We are the Coin Boys, your average everyday crypto bros. That's right, it's Andy, aka producer, by the way, or producer BTW on Twitter, and then sitting across from me is Danny Goots. What's up, everybody? Uh, it's been a while, Dan- Daniel, because we've had tons of like interview episodes. We were in Vegas. Yes. Uh, uh, so this is a uh, we have a, a guest host coming up where we can actually dive into some news, talk about some stuff, right? Yes, I'm excited. We haven't been able to do this in a long time because we've been so backed up. Thankfully, that's a good problem to have. But yeah, especially when things are going so crazy, we'd like to take a breather and talk about what's happening in crypto now. But. But um, we want to thank everyone, and please uh, check out thecoinboys.com. It's a really easy hub for you. Uh, we have Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. There's which I was told that was yes. changed to like Apple Podcasts or something like that. I don't know. But anyways, everyone you know what knows, we're talking about. Everyone knows iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but our episodes are also available to listen there, and there's also a blog, right, Daniel? Yes, so uh, definitely check us out. And if, you've, if you're joining us from after have, having been brought in, uh, from a certain coin that you maybe you liked or something along those lines. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, again, we don't think it's going to be one coin to rule them all. It's going to be a bunch of different technology making it through. So we yeah. definitely want to learn from as many things as possible. Yes. And uh, and basically, we're just excited to be able to kind of step back and kind of have a good episode about news. And I want to introduce our guest host today on our Block News episode. And it's Justina all the way up in Ottawa. Capital City, right? How's it going? That's right. Hey, guys. Hey. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, it's it's always nice to meet people in the community. Yeah. Um, I, I actually interact with you, and we I think we've met on Twitter. We connected, and we you know, you've been really positive. I like, your, I like you know, where your head's at in the space. I could tell by uh, the things you tweet out every day. So we, I appreciate that. I'm glad to have you on. So let's start. Um, so you're up in Canada, in Capital City. Can you tell us what you do up there and, and maybe how you got into crypto and how you got a part of this community? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, basically, I've uh, been working for the government for a while, mostly in IT. But currently, I uh, switched to kind of environmental protection. And I do project management there. And in terms of getting into crypto, uh, it's actually, it's a funny story. I was at home and my friend decided to invite her brother over. And lo and behold, he starts telling me about like how this amazing technology helps people with remittances and how it charges people less than Western Union. And it's called Bitcoin. And that was several years ago. And, uh, you know, I sort of was like, what? And didn't really understand it. And then just uh, they sat me down and they're like, look, you've got to watch this Bitcoin documentary. It's amazing. It's going to change your life. And yeah, so basically they really, really got me into it. And now I'm like, you know, went down the rabbit hole and I'm here. So that's funny yeah, that you mentioned the I know exactly the documentary you're talking about because you're not the only one that said that the documentary actually got them into Bitcoin. Um, it was the one on Netflix? Uh, it's not a one on Netflix. Oh, it's no. like an even older one. Like this is like it, when Bitcoin was like $300. Wow. There were a lot of... Back there, in the day. Oh, man. I would love to find that one. I think... People do... <laughs> people, yeah. The reason I brought it up... I don't even know what it was called. 
The I reason I brought it up because there is this Netflix one that everyone seems to watch. I've been in I've been in it before. Like, oh, a, I love that one. Yes, that one's really good too. So you said <laughs> that one of the things that sold that sold you on it was the remittances thing. Do you, is that something that you did a lot of, and so that you that you were kind of sick of, or or was it just that you knew how um, difficult actually, they were? So I, in school, I studied international business at the University of Ottawa, and um, I actually did an exchange in Mexico, so I lived there uh, for six months, and I learned Spanish, and I, and I just saw how people lived, and I, and I understood how important it was to people to send money to each other, and it's just, in the current system, banks and Western Union charge so much, and it takes so long that, like, it made so much sense to have that sort of a solution. And how did you like? Um, how would you say you interact with the uh, the community? What what is your what part are you doing? You think with the crypto community? Um. So I think you know I want to be an educator, and I feel like at the same time there's so much to learn all the time that you literally have to be reading and listening all the time. And the more I read, the more I feel like I need to know, but at the same time, it's good to start with the basics. So I think that would be my role is just being an educator and also online. I try to spread positive news and the good articles and all the positive technology that's coming out through the blockchain. Yes. So I think it's just spreading the anti-FUD. Uh, we like I love that. because that. That's a good term, <laughs> spreading the anti-FUD. Yes, we're, we're, we're after that too. Um, and I know that you... Uh, like uh, I know you interact with the Lambo Llama, which I I always see that you have the the stuffed animal, right? If you're on if you're on Twitter, yes. Um, and and I just saw him at a at a conference with uh, Naomi actually in a photo, uh, dressed up. I think they're awesome. I agree. Uh, so basically, when I back in the day when I so actually I feel like this whole Bitcoin thing and the whole crypto thing has been a domino effect for me. I actually, so those same friends that got me into Bitcoin, uh, they told me we should all go to a conference together. And I went to a conference in Atlantic City uh, this July, and that's where I met Cody, and then, uh, like, in person. And so, uh, and then Cody told me, why don't you meet that guy in that pajamas? And that was Ken Bozak. And so, yeah, it kind of went from Cody being like, I, I made it, I think Cody was tweeting that he was out with Naomi and I was like, well, when I came, when I come down to NYC, can I hang out with all of you? And they were just so amazing. They were so responsive. They were so nice. And I just started seeing how like Naomi was an educator and she interviewed people and how the llama was by her side. And I was like, this is so amazing. I got to interact with these people all the time online because they're my kind of people. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, we good, actually good first-hand education. We hung out with Cody in in Vegas recently. We got to meet Cody. It was really and awesome. Ken. Yeah. Oh, and Ken Ken was on the show, and we got to meet him in person as well. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I love this community, especially the Twitter community. Um, but I guess let's get into this because I think I want to move on to I think the most important part of the show is that we're going to get into some topics, uh, Justina, and I'm glad you're here to talk about probably. One of the biggest topics, uh, and and that's the state of crypto. What 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 off the top when I say that? What is what comes to your mind? Well, you know, we've been in a bear market for a while now, and uh, it's. I think it's hard for a lot of people right now. 
Yeah. And so a lot of a lot of different news and people don't even know what to think anymore. So I think but for those who have been in the space for a long time, this is like the third crash, basically. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. So No, absolutely. It's definitely it was something that a lot of people have been saying was gonna happen. A lot of people said be be aware of it and then it happened. Um, to be honest, something I was expecting. I know um, Andy was expecting it too. I was expecting it too. I'm I'm like old school, so I, I come from the old days and I guess my mentality is very, you know, even keel. I'm I don't really blink, I'm not really worried. Um but I did tell people or I did think that it will fall and and I, I just was thinking like people gotta anticipate for that because we're going through so much right now, whether it's regulations in America having problems with ICOs or just in general. Uh, adopting a brand new currency is a time and a process. And I think that people have to kind of, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the bottoming out, but it's not going to always be bottoming out. At least that's my opinion. That's what we hope. That's a, that's yeah. Cool. And I mean, the, and the thing is, is that, you know, one thing is the price action but the other part is like the technology like i think the technology is not going anywhere and the other thing is that so many people are still building so many applications and things but like you said earlier it's all about like you know what are the regulators doing and like how is everything moving around there's a lot of moving parts and uh yeah like i'm very passionate right now because i haven't been able to really talk about it on the podcast um, but Daniel, you're kind of quiet. I want to know what you're no, thinking. It's just because um, it's again something that I had that we all kind of had anticipated. Um, if you're still listening, then that means that you still believe in the technology. If you're still listening to this podcast, you still believe in the technology, whether you sold or not. I don't. I don't care. You're listening for for this. You're listening to this for a reason, and that's the reason why you should have gotten into crypto in the first place, versus just a quick amount of money to to make. So thanks for still listening, first off, in, in this crazy, crazy market. Um, and I hope that you didn't get hurt. I mean, it's still, you know, I know it's hurt, some people. It does hurt people. Yeah, I, I, I know in some cases some people were hoping for something to happen and kind of were maybe relying a bit too much on the market. But um, and for, for you, I really hope that you're OK. But outside of that, uh, everybody else, if you're still in it, it's because you feel that it's not going to be this way for a long time or you really believe in the t technology and i hope it's the latter that's my two cents all right that's that makes a lot of sense daniel and that that's very like heartfelt and that makes like that's how i feel and um but i mean who knows what's going to happen next i mean justina i mean we've gone through like 2017 right where it was kind of everything was blowing up 2018 has been kind of like a horror story in a lot of people's heads, if you're a trader or if you really care about price. Um, but there's also underneath all that in 2018, there's been a lot of more push for adoption. And I think it goes unnoticed because of the price in the news and the FUD. You know, it goes th unnoticed. This reminds me, this reminds me of that, that I, and I hate this comparison. I hate it. But it's, it's the only thing it reminds me of is the dot-com boom and bust. What happened was we and we again. This is also something we were expecting, so it's kind of I'm, I'm saying it again. But this is going to show who's who's here, who's here for the long haul. This is going to this is going to weed out some of those crappy shit coins that we've been 
hearing about and it's going to take away hopefully some of the scams just because the market's just not there anymore and and we can get a stronger foothold on what what technology or or what projects we should be backing so i think very soon we're going to have a nice little shakeup oh that's what i'm hoping for justina daniel thinks it's going to be a shakeup what do you think yeah i think it's happened the shakeout's happening you know, a lot of people are leaving the space, but at the same time, a lot of people who understand, like, how important this is for the future are in it for the long run, and they're still building, you know, and they're still believing, and they're still doing things within the space. I think, for me, the bear market has been the best for, like, personal growth. Yep. Um, like, I, it's forced me to, like, get out of my house and go to conferences. It's caused me to want to make an impact on the community and bring community together. So I, you know, in my city, I just organized an event uh, in October before heading to Malta. I I got uh, a huge crowd for my, like, for the size of what Ottawa is and people in the tech sector and specifically women. Uh, we had a, like, we had a great turnout and... And honestly, I yeah, it's been it's been better than what I expected. So I mean, if I'm not looking at the price, and I'm just looking at like what else is happening in a space. There's and like you said, there's a shakeout of all these bad projects, but there's a lot of good projects coming in. And I think overall, we're not even seeing everything too because some of it is uh, some of it is done like off the counter, you know. And I think Pomp made a record, like a reference to that in his statement with CNBC, um, saying that, you know, what we see is what we see. And then there's things that there's moving parts we don't even see as well. So, yeah. And I know we don't talk about price on our podcast a lot, but um, that's just because we can't predict it. We don't know. It's not it's not to say that we don't pay attention to it in our personal daily lives. Um, you know, if you have to bail out because the price is just too much of a loss for you to, to take, bail out. Do what you have to do. Uh, we don't. We practice. We preach use, not so much the holding of it. And I believe use is kind of like not holding. You're using it and getting something in return, whatever it may be. Um, use is not so much. I, there's an argument that I've debated: is 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 holding use? No. Is holding adoption? No. Now, uh, Justina, I remember on Twitter, you went into a coffee shop and bought coffee with Bitcoin. That is use and that is adoption, right? Absolutely. Actually, I think that's one of the most fun things I've done. And then I was like, oh, my God, I got rid of some of my Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we've all um, been yeah. there. But now, now in this bear market, you look at it and go, uh, I got a higher value for my Bitcoin than I did now. That's how I feel every time I've used Bitcoin exactly. in the past. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you are right. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Exactly. And, and and you know what? It's, it is a huge use case. And Bitcoin has a huge use case. And that's what I true. think people uh, should understand. Like, you know, if the people who were, like, in it to get rich quick, well, yeah, like you said, the shakeout's going to get them out. But the people who are here because they understand that this is a neutral, decentralized, way of sending money then they understand the big picture yeah and you know and if you understand that it's got a limited money supply that is controlled by an algorithm like that's controlled by a computer and not by a human 
and like no government can touch it, then you really then you really get it, you know. Yeah, and it's not just a shakeout of the people who are investing; it's also a shakeout of the comp- the projects um, that that are trying to get created. If there's a bail, if if you see well, moves, you know, did are they handling their stuff properly? Is basically what this is going to come down to. Or were they even were they ever going to was there ever uh, going to be that kind of a project? They're either going to stick around or they're not. I I absolutely agree, and you know what? In a way, like it's good the hammer's coming down on some people because, to be honest, like they they scam people. You know what I mean? There's been so many scams in the space. So I think, like you said earlier, it's like it's going to shake out a lot of the bad players. Yeah. And I really believe that, and I'm and I'm hoping for that. So it allows it allows for this to grow. But there's growing pains and everything. So you know, going back to that point, it needs to like it's going to take time. This is perfect for moving on to actually a very current a news topic. Where how is this affecting the actual uh, projects? Projects that have working utility like steam steam it mm-hmm. recently laid off 70 percent 70 percent of their people of their people because of the bear market now that's understandable because well, look what's happening these companies need to pay but i don't know how how do you feel about that Daniel? um i don't know see steam it to me i i just would like to know what they were how they were handling the money i mean i understand that i'm giving that i'm investing money into your project and it's a, it's really cool to think that you your project you believe in it so much that you don't convert it to proper fiat right away or proper dollars right away or at, at a good moment. So to me, it's, it's a question of who's handling the funds behind it and how it's being handled um, more so than the project in, in the case of Steemit. That's what scares me. Okay. Um, what do you think of uh, a layoff like this, Justina? Well, it's really, it's really sad, you know. I mean, um, and I think that it's, I don't think the bear market's over either. So I'd like to see how it continues, but I hope that we do get a recovery of some sort. And I hope that, like what you said, companies manage their funds in a way that decreases risk, right? Yeah. Because who wants that kind of a layoff? And, and- but the thing is, is that, for, for example, this is like a real company that is in the community and they're not getting a bailout. The thing is, in my, like, you know, in, like during 2008, a lot of companies that were not doing well, they got bailed out, you know? And I hate to see people laid off, but at the same time, um, it, it will cause other things to emerge. So that's what I'm hoping for is like the emergence of other, like, other things that people can do and hopefully have transferable skills to use them in other places. Yeah. This is good for two reasons. Uh, the scammy coins are, oh, sorry, this is, this is not good for two reasons, but this is like, has twofold. The good side being that the scammy coins are, um, are going to just fall by the wayside, I hope. A, a lot of the scammy coins are just going to be gone by the, end, by the end of the bear market, is the hope. The second thing is, uh, the, the, the bad side to this is, maybe there, there's a possibility that some of the really good genuine projects fall to the wayside because of the bear market and that's what i'm more afraid of is i I don't want to go backwards in terms of progress of the technology i'd like to keep going forward but that's just me and also look at steam it it's 
it's decentralized social media. We need that so freaking badly. I know. Right I like Steam it. I don't. I I really enjoy it. I actually, you know me. I've used Steam it a while ago. I used it back a while ago. And I've because been, you stopped, look what happened. I know it's all my <laughs> fault. Uh, Justina, do you use Steam it or have you Steam it? Um, I mean, I really use Medium more, oh. quite frankly. Mm-hmm. But I I have used it before, but I don't use it that often. Well, okay, so I would say. But I, but I think now that I'm creating content myself, I think I will, you know? And now that you told me this news, it's like another reason to do so. Yeah, we need to start using, using the things that have a use case, especially, you know, in the wake of Facebook. They're definitely not playing ball with, your, with the, our, the privacy. And it just every day you hear a worse and worse story about what they've been doing with our data. One thing that I could tell you Daniel and I are seeing is that we interview projects that you don't, they're not talking about price either when you interview them most of the time. They're talking about their technology and their project that they're trying to get off the ground. And that's, that's also a silver lining because we know that these projects that we're talking to are, are working hard. There's programmers and developers on the other side of this coin. There's not just traders. There's not just yeah. people that follow it and buy it. There's the people that are in the trenches de- developing the code. That I feel that there have been several projects that are just bear market proof because it doesn't necessarily matter what the value of the coin is because the way that the projects are designed, it's literally just an economy that kind of switches hands back and forth. It's not really for, for holding purposes. You just have to use it right away. So um, which just kind of proves that the technology is of use. And through those projects, you can make money, but it wouldn't be through holding. It would be through just working within the community, uh, which I'm, I'm finding a really cool trend with. Right. And, and I'm going to move on to one of the final topics here. And here's another silver lining. Even though we're in a bear market, they just said that Google's search for Bitcoin has been at the highest level since April. So there's some silver lining there. It's that's a big indicator of whether or not this is still relevant. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about that? Uh, d- that that's like a fun fact right now, I believe. Uh, Justina, what do you think of that? I love it. I I love it, and I I you know what? I'm a huge fan of Andreas Antonopoulos, and I basically listen to him every day because I feel like he's such an amazing educator, and I need to learn from him. And he says people think Bitcoin's going to die. They think it's going to die all the time, and and then there's this website for like Bitcoin obituaries. So I was listening to his book and then I was like, oh my God, I got to investigate this. So I go and I look for it. And it's like Bitcoin to this date has been declared dead three over 316 times. And it just makes me laugh. And it's like, you can't kill this thing because it's a flat network. And going back to like what we we're saying earlier, how we believe in the technology, it's like, well, yeah, because there is so much value in in what it and in how it is and of course it's relevant it's relevant because of things like facebook it's relevant because of things like wikileaks wikileaks it's yeah i mean it's not going anywhere and and i i'm happy if people are googling it that means more people are getting getting educated about it and that that really that really makes me happy because i i think uh it's amazing it's a non-discriminatory asset that allows people to it's it's helping it's going to help banking the unbanked um for people who don't have access in his book i also read that did you know that more people have cell phones than access to clean drinking water 
Uh, that I would believe that. Did you know wow. that? Jeez. Okay. Wow. I didn't know Great. that. And I would like to check that. Out. I would like to check that so, stat out. Yeah. So you know, every time I think of use case, well, you know, there's, you know, there's people living in a desert that do not have a bank close by, and. And this is just going, this is, this. you download an app, you don't need an ID, you, there's all these, these, all these uh, barriers to entry that currently exist in the, in the way we work that, you know, this solves. So absolute use case. And furthermore, uh, the more people are educated about it, the more people can spread the virus. And I really believe that. Yeah, I guess we could call it a virus. <laughs> That's like friendly marketing. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, yeah, indeed. Well, the the one thing that I wanted to point out when it comes down to the the Google rising, um, is hopefully it just means that they're showing more and more interest. Now, what we want to have happen in reality is we don't. Uh, I think with one of the things that really screws everything up is how high, how fast the price uh, of of the of Bitcoin or the price of any cryptocurrency just shoots up. And if we don't have stabilization, we're not going to have adoption. So what I want to see is a steady increase of Bitcoin uh, enthusiasts or, or Bitcoin searches and a, and a steady increase in in um, the price, if at all possible. That would show a, a more solid foundation for the technology. I was just going to say this. I would love for that too, but the funny thing is we're human. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as we used FUD before, I can just say the term FOMO, like people will have the fear of missing out. So something goes up in price. It's like everybody wants to go to the supermarket and like buy that one thing, you know? So people FOMO in. And then when the price starts declining, like people get the fear, like get another fear and then they start panic selling. So I think... Yeah, I think maybe mine is definitely a dream, a not a reality. <laughs> I mean, you know, we all know, and I, but I, I do think that because of scarcity, limited value, like limited quantity of the Bitcoin, we'll see how it goes. But I see that as a, and then the halving ca- coming up, I think we will see it. Um, again, I don't want to talk about price, but I mean, like it, it seems like it's been a. Uh, deflationary asset over sure. time, over the long term. So, um, but let's see how it goes. And I like, I don't, I think another thing is maybe uh, what we'll have in the future is we'll have wallets with like, you know, a lot of people are already creating stable coins. So maybe if it will stabilize more and then people start like, you know, um, doing aggregates of the different coins that exist. And then I don't really know how it will work exactly, but like, let's say we have integrated wallets that let you switch between one and another without too many fees. And you could like, I think adoption will happen anyway. I don't know. I don't know how it will happen exactly, but I, I do think the more people like tinker with this, it, it will happen. So it's just a matter of time, basically. Crossing fingers. Crossing fingers, dot it. No, we don't dot eyes. We just cross fingers. Okay. <laughs> just, you know, cross the T's and dot the eyes. Right. Not dot, cross the fingers and dot the eyes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I want to ask you one more question uh, uh, before we head to our game show. Uh, tell me about, in your part of Canada, what is uh, the thoughts on cryptocurrency? What's the community like with it up there? I, I to say overall, it depends what city you're in. I kind of like 
I go to the three major cities, like, within my area. So, like, where I live, I go to Montreal a lot, and I go to Toronto. Toronto's super happening. Like, there's this amazing blockchain house that I went to. They have a Bitcoin ATM inside. It's just young people throwing parties all the time and, like, doing educational things. Um, The community is super positive. All the conferences that I attended in Toronto were amazing. Like, I, the kind of people that I got to meet there, like... Like so, I met Nick Spanos, who's in that Bitcoin documentary on Netflix, um, and that was just like an incredible moment for me. And and overall in Canada, people are just very positive out there. They were early adopters. The regulators here don't know what to do with it, so they're let, kind of like letting it float for a while. Uh, so the sentiment over here is pretty good. Uh, people are uh, positive, and they're just trying to figure out what really what to do because our government sort of uh doesn't know what to do with crypto in the first place so it's just kind of like in a gray area in canada until something happens at this point but i mean obviously in terms of icos and things like that they the hammers down and like people can't be doing right. scams but in terms of like good projects and building and taxation and things like that the government's kind of been like well uh do what you got to do in a way. Okay. So people, I think people here are pretty positive about it. That's really good. It actually, it was funny. You said, you know, there you have Bitcoin ATMs and they party and educate people. It's exactly how you could describe the LA scene as well. Uh, the Los, the Los Angeles scene is very much like that, wouldn't you say, Daniel? Yeah, absolutely. We party. We, I'm just it's kidding. a lot of partying, though. <laughs> I will say the, the LA Bitcoin <laughs> community. Um, but I think that kind of wraps up our block news. Thanks for joining us on some topical stuff, some really, really deep stuff there. We haven't been able to talk, Daniel and I, so thanks for joining us on that, Justina. Uh, but guess what? We're at the thanks sp- for having me. Oh, no you're problem. welcome. But you're not you're not done just yet. You, we haven't had this oh. on in a while, but it's time for Shitcoin or Pokemon, right, Daniel? Shitcoin or Pokemon! That's correct. Very quick on the rules. I will say a name, and you will tell me if it is either a Shitcoin or a Pokemon. Very simple. Okay, but here's the more detailed rules, is that you have 14 guesses. Uh, no one has ever won the game. That's 14 correct. Bitcoin Bella had 12 which is really hard to beat wow so you have bragging rights you're fighting up a leaderboard of a lot of other uh you know contestants we've had so get ready because here it comes ready daniel it's time to play shitcoin or pokemon shitcoin or pokemon the first one up is Tyrion. pokemon that is a shitcoin number 324 on the coin market cap up next Trico. Pokemon. That is correct. One right. Next, Ralts. Say that again. Ralts. Shitcoin. That is a Pokemon. <laughs> Centrality. No. <laughs> Centrality. Centrality. Pokemon. That is a shitcoin number 109 on the coin market cap. Damn. Plusle. Pokemon. That is a Pokemon. Two, right? Dero. Pokemon. Shitcoin, number 350 on the market cap. <laughs> well, Kasha. Way up there on 350. Jeez. Kasha. Or Kasha. 
Uh, that's a shit coin. That is correct. Number 246 on the coin that's, market cap. That's three, right? Tripio. Trivio? Tripio. Shit coin. That is oh, a sh- Tripio. Yes. You said shit coin. We're going to give it to her. That is a shit coin. 264. That's four, right. On the coin market cap. Tropius. Pokemon. Correct. That's five. Clam Pearl. Clam Pearl? Clam Pearl. Shitcoin? Pokemon. Metadium. Yeah. Uh, Shitcoin. Correct. Number 387. Six. Bronzor. Pokemon. Correct. Seven. Agrello. Pokemon. Shitcoin. Number 447. Gigalith. Pokemon. Correct. You have eight. Eight correct. That's really good. That's above the middle of the pack. You're 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 up there. You're not way up there, but you're above the middle of the pack. How did you feel about your time on Shitcoin or Pokemon? Oh, I'm glad it's over, guys. <laughs> you sounded really scared. You were very. This is the most serious Shitcoin or Pokemon I've ever had. <laughs> this felt like a real game show because normally. When we're doing it, they're like, but I, I really appreciate you really being into it because that was, I think you did great. That was good. That was really good, actually. Yeah. You, I thought I was going to get you on some of them, and I didn't. No. Some of those were hard. Yes. That's yeah. the point. <laughs> so the point is, Justine, is that w- some ICOs sound like Pokemon. I absolutely agree. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, Anyways, thanks so much for taking the time. I know it's late up there in Ottawa, uh, and I'm sure it's cold, too. Um, I just wanted to thank you so much for coming on the show. I know we've been working at the, to get you on for a while, and I'm so glad we got it done. And, uh, and thanks so much. And please tell us, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter mostly as Woman Blockchain, and then you can also find me on uh, Instagram as Woman in Blockchain. Awesome. And uh, I want to thank you again. And Daniel, thanks for, for being here, buddy. No problem. I had a great time. Thank you, Justina. Uh, you know, let's cross our fingers, not dot our eyes, and see everyone next time. Peace, everybody. Peace.